0: And welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. Hi, I'm Sean Fangirl-S.
1: And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode five of season one of Resident Alien.
0: I'm still hoping it is season one.
1: I am too, because this just keeps getting better and
0: better. Okay, so what are your initial thoughts of this episode?
1: Well, it kind of went some places I didn't really expect, and then a couple that I did expect, but <laughs> overall, Harry's. Seems to be shall we say, uh, becoming more accepting of the human race?
0: Yes, exactly. And I'm starting to wonder because, again, this show had a line thrown in here and there that makes me wonder, wait a second, is that going to come back? Right. And is this important? So, all right, let's jump into episode five, love language. A surprise visitor introduces Harry to a stressful human institution, marriage. <laughs> Ooh, probably not good. But hey, we get a flashback. Five years ago in new york city and we see human harry at a work party being congratulated for his work which he replies he's good around hearts oh except for his own yeah and he sees an attractive server and excuses himself and goes to talk to her about a painting When he goes to talk to her, it turns out she is the artist, not just the waitress. She's undercover. Yes. (laughs) I love how they talk about the painting. It's like, oh, what do you think? Oh, it makes me feel upside down. And it makes me feel this and that. And it's like, oh, okay. So it just makes me wonder, where's this going? Right. Probably not where we want it to go. (laughs) Because it'll lead somewhere bad, right? But, well, not bad, but awkward for Harry. But anyway, so it turns out that they talk for. For a long time, and he outbids the person who outbid him because he put in $10,000 for this painting, and I'm thinking, ten grand for a painting. Okay, I don't care if it's a charity thing. Right. <laughs> like, holy cow. But we see them going on and on, and they talk, and they laugh, and they're dancing, and there's dinner. We just see basically their past, and it's like, oh, that's awesome, but not.
1: Right. Yeah, we see the beginning of their relationship, and so, yeah, if we see what their relationship 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 was now will harry be completely opposed to it or will he come around and maybe try
0: something yeah, we'll see. But next thing you know, we see Harry driving, talking about how Max is an aficionado at bullshitting. And you wanted to be my friend. No, you didn't, you little jerk. I hate you. <laughs> and next thing you know, we see Max wake up, calling out for help. And it turns out he's in this closet at home. So apparently Harry broke in, put the kid in the closet.
1: Right. Both kids. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, not in the same closet though. No.
1: So he <laughs> he took had to no... of them home. Yeah. So he had to figure out where Sahal's home was.
0: <laughs> yeah, so apparently that's interesting. Or Sahal woke up and just doesn't remember. Hmm, could be. Right. But we find out that Kate is yelling at Ben for not checking his own closet because, hey, sometimes Max camps out in there and sleeps in there. And why? 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 <laughs> this is just weird. But it turns out then Mike and Liz show up and Mike's like, oh, we need to know his blood type and a hair sample and you know you should be prepared for the worst my god mike i'm <laughs> just know. saying not... dial it down yes you know you're not in the middle of some horrible killing spree but cheese and rice you no. are like too hardcore for this little town absolutely. How long have you absolutely
1: <laughs> apparently not long enough
0: i mean he's just telling live go dust for prince and we'll we'll see what happens but turns out they have to tell him listen, we found Mac as Beth and Max come down the stairs. And Mike is not happy. He's like, I had to scrape the ice off my truck for this. And Liz's like, I scraped it and warmed it up while you were drinking your coffee. Yeah. And again, he ignores her. I'm just thinking, you know what? If you were in a big city and you were treating your deputy or second like this, they would probably beat the crap out of you. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't even see like that being a question.
1: (laughs) No, you would never treat your partner that way.
0: No. So Ben does apologize for the inconvenience. And Mike's like, maybe you should tie a rope around that kid. Because I caught him riding his bike out on around rump 16 today. And Ben's like, you know you're not supposed to be that far from home. You're grounded for a year. <laughs> no, a day? Wow, you go from a year to a day. There's like no in between with you. You're like right. zero or 100. Yeah. <laughs> and Max's like, I had good reason. Oh, okay. Well, what's the reason? Well, I had to break into Harry's house when he was at work. And of course, Mike's like, what? Kind of criminal mastermind are you raising? <laughs> and max like, I found proof he's an alien. And Liv, this kind of worries me because Liv is listening. Yes. And she's like, What kind of proof? <laughs> alien technology in his basement. And Liv's like, Oh, you mean like, and she says a couple things? Right. And he's like, Well, yeah. And of course, Kate interferes at this point and's like, You need to stop lying and you need to tell the truth of what's going on. Why would you break in? And he's like, Well, Sahal was there too and she saw everything. So, I don't remember if they went to the house or they called
1: Yeah, they did. They went
0: over to Sahal's house because her mom was there. And Sahal's like, I didn't see anything. I don't remember anything. I remember riding bike and that's it. And then I woke up. And of course, I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this could be really bad. And is Max going to be like, you betrayed me? Right. Because it seemed like they were the only two friends because, well, Max seemed to be going all cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Right. At least to the rest of the town.
1: Yeah, But I think it does make some sense that Sahal didn't remember everything because she got the blunt of the blow from touching the levitating apple and Max didn't get the full force that Sahal did. So I'm okay with Sahal not remembering
0: everything. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully. Right. Hopefully this won't mess up their their friendship. Right. Harry and Isabel. Harry comes back home and Isabel's wearing his shirt and can't wear that that's a man shirt <laughs> okay she's not happy she's like i flew across the country and you just left where did you go i went to get milk well where's the milk i drink it <laughs> and she's looking at him and she's like hmm this is weird like you see her face like he's not acting like normal right and of course he we get his voice voiceover she's scanning me i'm glad i didn't murder those kids because i would have blood all over me and then i would have to murder her <laughs> like oh wow okay and she's like what's what's Different about you, and I love it. I've shaved my mustache. <laughs> you didn't have a mustache, you didn't have one. I grew one and then I shaved it when I was getting the milk. It's like, what? I love it. Are you high? Yes. On the skunk swede. What the hell? I mean, I get it. He doesn't have a clue. And I love it. Doesn't he say something like you talk like James Bond? Yes. Which has had me crack it up because it's like, what is happening? Okay. And he tries to talk like like James Bond. But it's like, you had a hard enough time trying to figure out how to talk as it was. To right, don't try yes. to do like an accent. <laughs> she does say, I'm very cross because I was ready to sign the divorce paper and then suddenly you stonewalled the lawyers for months and phone calls, text messages, emails, all unanswered. So I was just saying to have you sign the paper, which he grabs from her and signs and hands back. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah. There's the motel off Highway 42. <laughs> and a little bit she's like, what, what? Calls him an asshole and goes into the bedroom and he's like, I sleep in there as she throws a pillow at him and closes the door. Well, great. He's thinking, I signed the papers. I got rid of her, right? Right, absolutely. But no way, Jose. No, and I thought it was interesting because I can't remember if it's this part or later. She says a couple guys came to the apartment looking for you,
1: right? Okay.
0: And I was wondering, did human Harry come out here for different reasons? I think so. Oh, I wonder if we're going to find out.
1: I bet we will. Somebody else will be after Harry besides the
0: besides alien
1: hunters, and
0: <laughs> well, Isabel ends up crawling behind Harry on the couch later, which Harry's like, maybe I'll just play. Dead. Yeah. Oh, wait. This isn't so bad. She's warm, like a giant ham. <laughs> and then she starts snoring, and you just see his face like, I'm never going to sleep. Right. <laughs> Next morning, he wakes up and she's doing yoga in front of him, and he's like, The alarm, it didn't go off. What happened? She's like, Oh, I thought we can use the rest. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> he's ticked because, like, I have a job. What do you mean you have a job? <laughs> I'm the town doctor because he was murdered, and now I'm, I'm the town doctor because I'm alive and I have to do town doctor stuff. She's He's like, you're giving up your practice in New York to be Dr. Fix-It out here. And he's like, they just call me Dr. Van Spiegel. And he leaves and tells her, when you leave, take out the trash and I recycle. And I'm thinking, okay, great. Because you see him mad. He has his clothes and he gets in his truck. He's like, I should have been up in the mountains already checking for my ship. And this is ridiculous. I'm like thinking, why didn't you just change in the house though? Right. <laughs> and of course, he's like, I don't know why people bother to tether themselves with somebody else. Like, when this they doesn't already make have sense. family. Yeah. Tether them. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And then we get to see something that I thought was interesting. And I feel like this is why Sheriff Mike is such a douchebag. Uh, I think you're right here. We see him having breakfast with his father, who was complaining that, oh, if we were in D.C., we'd be having smoked sausages. And Mike's like, this fresh air will do you good. Just take the red pill and the white pill with your egg. Oh, is that what these are called? Now, first of all, come on. It's not <laughs> like they're powdered eggs. No. <laughs> or something like, what is it? They probably made them fresh when you ordered. Don't act like that.
1: Right, but. If they are originally from D.C., I can definitely understand his father not being real happy having to be in Colorado. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. But he's also on oxygen, so we're starting right. I'm starting to wonder, okay, he's on meds, he's on oxygen, the fresh air do you good? What what are you there for? What yeah. is wrong? Right. Yeah. He's and definitely
1: there for his help.
0: Right. So from that comment though, Mike's like sitting there and you you almost seen it in his face, like immediately after he said it, like, great, something's coming. Yeah. Because his dad's like, Oh, you're gonna blame me for this as well as everything else? You're gonna blame me for Sam's murder yet? Did you even find out who did it? They don't deserve you here because you're supposed to be doing and stuff and you suck yeah and mike (laughs) knocks over his water and it's like oh how can anybody even trust you with a gun and mike's apologizing and all i'm seeing is his father being such a jerk right and i feel like (laughs) yeah and i feel like okay they've got to give us more on this right right like maybe it's cancer or something and maybe it's like he doesn't normally act like this. I I just feel like all right, it's gotta be something. But Mike just seems so defeated with his father. Right. So I am a little worried which way this might go, but
1: Right. Yeah, I kinda have a feeling that Mike's dad was probably a detective with the DC police department, and Mike has never been able to live up to his dad's reputation. Ah. And that's where all this is all his attitude is stemming from.
0: That would make sense. Yeah. The next thing we know, we see Harry getting dumped because Darcy sees Harry in his truck and moving all around weird and like one shoe on and Harry gets out after she knocks on the window and he's half dressed and she he's like, I was just putting on my pants. And Darcy's like, oh my God, are you living in your truck? There's no shame. I totally sleep at the 59 a couple nights a week. I'm thinking that's probably because you've been drinking a lot. Yes. <laughs> Not because you don't have a place to go. No. And Harry's like, is that coffee for me? You mean the coffee that I haven't offered? or talked about indicated to you in any which way no no it's not and then darcy's like hey we had fun right last night and the kissing was interesting yeah but you know i don't need to keep dragging out this will they won't they thing because i'm sure this just isn't gonna work so i don't want to date you anymore and harry's like can i just have a sip of the coffee it will help me move my bowels." Like. Okay, I see you're hurting, but, you know, you're just not my type. And and Harry's like, oh, so your type is not the smartest and the best person in the world? Whoa. Darcy just, okay, can't really describe this ego. And then Harry puts his foot in his mouth. Oh, does he put his foot in his mouth? Oh, yeah. Because he's like, oh, must not be very smart either. (laughs) And when she's like, what did you say to me? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. He's like, hold on pump the brake because he realizes he screwed up i need to apologize and he's like uh you are very smart relative to your species and and i'm just a human male and not very smart and she kind of stops like oh, okay that'll be all right but harry ends up grabbing the coffee because yeah. i think she put it on the truck and yes. he walks away <laughs> you know the darcy's like asshole you just took my coffee yeah <laughs> Uh, we go back to the cabin for a minute, and Isabel sees that the basement door is locked, and this nosy person. Yeah. <laughs> goes to find tools to knock it off or take it out and i'm just like what is she doing yeah she
1: removed the maybe hinges she... so she could get the door open without it without having the key to unlock it so she's pretty intelligent
0: but i'm thinking maybe it's more more than just they were going to get divorced because they fell out of love maybe right. like maybe she's like spying on him or something <laughs> you know maybe it's something else right. i don't know right yeah but she, she could... finds the whole scarf instead and Smells it. Creepy. Well, she
1: got to tell if it's actually a girl's. And sure enough, apparently the smell
0: was enough to convince her that it was a female scarf. And she also sees the lock on the freezer. Right. And I'm thinking, all right, you're more concerned about the scarf at this point than anything else. And if you think he's cheating and lying and everything else, why are you worried about everything? Just leave. He signed your papers. Yes. (laughs) So I don't know how this relationship's playing out No, <laughs> we do get to see Abigail Hodges, Sam's wife, returning a box of his personal medical files, which she probably shouldn't have taken in the first place. I feel like that's probably blackmail stuff she took, and uh, it's very possible. Is. And Harry's like, "Oh, yeah, Ben hasn't found my replacement yet. He's bad at, at his job, that's why I'm still here." Yeah. <laughs> she asks casually, "Yeah, yeah, did you get the results of Sam's autopsy? Because I need that information." like this is weird yeah harry says no i'm waiting for the toxicology oh you know because it's sad if he committed suicide but if he was murdered that might be better because if he had suicide his life insurance would be voided so you know i'm counting on you to do the right thing right um okay so you want it to be murder don't care about the why or the who you just want it to be murder
1: right so she gets his life insurance policy yeah yeah so she there is definitely something going on with abigail and i think she's very involved in
0: sam's murder really i was gonna say i'm thinking that she wasn't involved with the murder because she wants it to be murder so bad
1: right like i feel like that would be
0: seriously pointing fingers
1: yeah i i think she definitely is pointing harry in the direction of murder so she gets her money so Ah. i still think she's getting setting had this set up to play out exactly the way it's going to play out
0: Ah, i don't know if
1: they'll ever be able to pin it on her or not
0: I hope so. Yeah. Because I I don't like her as a person right now. No. But we cut to Harry and Jay and Jay's like, what was that all about? It's like, "Uh, I don't know. She's pro-murder. Here, take this box where other dead people boxes go. (laughs) What? So Jay takes the box to the break room where Asta's in there and it's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with this. But Jay's like, my mom wants you to come over for dinner for what you did and that was helpful. And of course, Asta's like, yeah, uh, that's not necessary. Thanks. And she goes... Grabs the box. I think it was like, all right. I need to go run interference. What do I? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah,
1: <laughs> get me out of there now. <laughs>
0: The box. And then we have Asta go right to Harry and says, I'm having a problem. I don't know what to do. And I should have never brought Jay here. And Harry's like, just tell her you're her mother. I can't tell her because, you know, it should be on her terms when she's ready. And Harry's like, OK, then fire her. And Asta's like, I can't fire her. But hey, wait, her class is almost over. I can just you know, make sure she gets a good grade. It's like, uh, I guess, yeah, the work program, you can just say, yeah, she did perfect. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And we don't have any more work. So right. Bye. <laughs> and this is when Isabel comes into the clinic and into the room and just mad with the scarf. Whose scarf is this? Is it hers? hers? And I'm yeah. like, who? are you <laughs> why are you here what's going on and of course nobody's talking to each other they're talking to harry yeah os <laughs> is like you need to tell your girlfriend she you can't just barge into an exam room and i'm not his girlfriend i'm his wife what are you talking about because harry told me you were dead <laughs> and harry's just like Rrr.
1: yeah just shrugs it doesn't say anything smart alien
0: <laughs> yes so you know he did learn something and she's like, oh, am I dead? Does this look dead? And she throws the scarf at him. And then she's like, and does this look dead? Is she throwing the box and the file content everywhere? Which, first of all, that's childish. Don't throw records everywhere. Right. <laughs> they are important. You're violating HIPAA. And she's like, I'm going back to New York and never coming back. And Harry's like, hmm. You're a monster. Harry just looks at us. Isn't monster a cheese? <laughs> and I love that. is like, what the? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is happening? And of course, the only bar in town seems to be the 59. Yep. <laughs> because Isabel goes over there quite early in the morning, mind you. Yep. And asks for dry white wine, which Darcy's like, the only wine we have uh, is a box we've been using that we step on to hold the Halloween directions or Halloween instru- decorations. Christians, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Here, have a whiskey. Yeah. And uh, those two start talking and man bashing, not realizing they're talking about the same person. Right. <laughs> which is interesting because you just felt like, oh, something's going to happen, right?
1: Yeah. You would think that, yeah, you figure that they're going to
0: figure it out, but nope. <laughs> uh, And we get to go back to the clinic where we have Harry walking into his office. And he's like, ah, because we have Max and his parents there. Kate informs Harry that Max has something to say. And Max, without even acting a little bit sorry, he's like, I stole your keys to make a copy. So I'm getting your cabin. And Harry does (laughs) not. Apparently, he has not watched enough Law and Order. Exactly. (laughs) I am horrified at this accusation. And Ben's like, he didn't accuse you of anything, though. Uh, Okay, I don't accept his apology. And Kate's like, well, he actually didn't apologize yet. And Harry's okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Just a little, Harry. (laughs) So Max kind of apologizes. And Harry's like, I don't accept it. And Ben's like, but you have to. That's the rules. No, he didn't mean it. And Kate's like, yeah, he, he didn't mean it. Say it like you mean it. Okay, now we all know how well that goes, right?
1: Right, yeah. And that ain't going to happen. Not with a 10 year old.
0: It's like telling your dog to be sorry that they ate your shoe. Exactly. <laughs> they it just kind of look time. at you
1: like, what the hell are you talking about, mom?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's like, I'm feeling attacked. And Kate tells Harry that Max just won't let up. And suddenly Harry's like, oh, I have an idea. And this was interesting because I would not have ever thought of this. Right. Exactly. And of course, as he's setting this up, he's like, huh, they actually seem to love this child and hmm, love can be used as a weapon. I (laughs) I know this. So we get a bunch of pictures laid out and he looks at Max and says, which one's my picture? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh. Max won't be able to pick it out, but I'm thinking he's going to know who some people are, right? Yeah,
1: maybe. Depends on how much TV he watches. And of course, and he tells them he can't pick it out because I'm yeah. not a slimy alien or a slug in any of the pictures.
0: And Max ends up picking Sam Neill, which I thought was funny. Yes. <laughs> and Kate's like, that's not him. What are you doing? And you get, what, Ben and Kate talking about who it is. And- right, Yeah. <laughs> And Ben doesn't have a clue. And I love it because when it finally, when we get to the end, Harry's like, come on. That is obviously Sam Neill from the Jurassic era documentary. Right. And I'm like, documentary? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but okay. But Kate's like, listen, Mac, this is Dr. Vander Spiegel. And he's like, I've never seen that person in my entire life. Yeah. And that's when Harry's like, I forgive you for breaking in the house because you're such a sick little boy. And, of course, Max thinks he's being set up, storms out, and Ben follows him. Because what else are you going to do?
1: Yeah. Ben wants to jump out a window.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) He just doesn't feel very well.
0: Yeah. Kate is just so distraught. And Harry apparently has been checking things because he's like, oh, he must have teraphobia and anxiety and a receding hairline. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's ten. But he does show Kate a school in Georgia that specializes in this kind of thing. Like he's trying to get him sent to an institution far away. Yes. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy. This is not good. Let's go to the sheriff's office and Mike looking at his quote unquote murder board. But we just need a smoking gun or smoke or gun. Yeah. <laughs> and Liv is playing with a yo-yo and she's like, it calms me. And he, he's like, well, you know what? I need calming. And he snatches it from her. Which yeah, I about- wanted to slap him.
1: Pull on a- her finger off
0: right like dude don't be a jerk yep we have no suspects we have no motive i don't even know if it was a murder and i can't yo-yo you broke it yeah i love it when he's like i i I, you broke this what it's a yo-yo okay right (laughs) and lives like sam wasn't exactly the suicide type and what about the foot forget the foot probably floated down from up north and some guy up there is laughing at us right (laughs) he was so happy thinking oh we have a serial killer But these aren't mean streets.
1: They're beautiful.
0: (laughs) Right. Because do you know how many homicides there were? And I can't remember where he said. Colorado Springs. Oh, Colorado Springs. And he was like all excited to talk about that. He's like, we didn't have any.
1: Yeah. This sucks. 550 or something. Right.
0: So he is like not happy with what's happening here. But maybe, maybe he will come around. But I'm not feeling that he's going to anytime soon.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: So we're done with them for a minute. And I'm hoping that Liv is able to kind of talk some sense or something into the sheriff. Nothing. But who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. Not yeah. anytime soon, anyway. Yeah. So we go back to the 59 and we have Darcy telling a little bit more about the guy she broke up with and how he's like a kissing like a horse eating ice cream. <laughs> and <laughs> suddenly Judy joins them and. Starts throwing in her two cents. And it's like, Darcy is not going to have any time for this because she's found somebody to at least wallow in her misery together. Right. And so they kind of shoo Judy off. Yeah. (laughs) And we have Jay. You know what? This was not good because Jay is cleaning up the files that Isabel threw everywhere. Now, why she stopped to read Asta's file. Right. But she finds that Asta gave birth. And puts two and two together because she had a baby girl on this exact same day that Jay was born and Jay knew she was adopted and, oh, it just was not good. Right. And because us is in there like trying to thank her for cleaning everything up. And that's when everything comes out.
1: Right. Was about to fire her. And,
0: <laughs> and she looks at her and she's like, tell me Jimmy isn't my dad because right, yeah. <laughs> this would super suck. And of course, she doesn't say anything and she's like wonderful yeah and she runs out and harry comes in he's like i was going to fire her yeah (laughs) yeah you should have done it earlier than harry because now it's out and this probably isn't good right harry goes outside the clinic to find asa sitting on a bench and he's like are you waiting for a bus (laughs) he's so awkward but i mean at least he's I'm going to say genuine with Asta because he's not telling her everything, but he is telling her a lot more than I think he would normally have said. Right. And she says, no, the cold helps me think. And he starts talking about Buddhist monks believing suffering comes from the mind. And then they discuss lying and suddenly Jimmy shows up. Right. (laughs) And Harry introduces himself. Oh, I think we've met. Jimmy's like, are you screwing with me? No. Of course not. And Asta looks at him and was like, come on, Jimmy, let's go over to the diner. And Harry, I'm totally screwing with him. Yeah, <laughs> I love that part. Yep. <laughs> and when we're in the diner, we have Asta tell Billy, Jay found out we're her birth parents. And Harry was sitting behind them. And I love it because Jimmy's like, what is he doing? Is he your bodyguard? Why is he here? And Harry's just like, I'm a ninja.
1: <laughs> yes, he was being her bodyguard.
0: Right? Because, well, I'm sorry, Jimmy, you're a jerk. So. Yep. And Jimmy's like, this is great. How did she find us? And that's when Asa really lays everything out. And he's like, are you kidding? All you had to do was leave her alone. Right. And he leaves because he's all tick. And Asa's dad joins. And it's like, that's okay, because Jay will accept us sometime. And we're going to accept her into the family. And right then, Asa's like, where did Harry go? And he's in the booth. (laughs) On the other side, he just looks at him eating cake and he's like, ninja, which I thought was just funny and stupid, but perfect in that time because it was getting a little heavy.
1: Yes, it was.
0: And so just that little bit of comedy, I think really brought it back to like what the show has been.
1: Right. And then we get Sheriff Mike in the diner as well, getting notified that yes, the toxicology report comes back and it's murder. And he yelled, just basically screams yes that he's got a murder and everybody just turns and looks at him like what the hell
0: right <laughs> but Liv actually looks happy because mike is not being such a sourpuss basically right
1: yeah, yeah this will give him something to hopefully not
0: put her down about
1: but i'm right. not counting on it
0: uh we get to go back one more time to the cabin and harry sees that isabel's car still there and she's playing music, and he walks in, and she had made dinner. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? Where did this come from? And he notices the door for the basement. And he's like, what did you do? She's like, well, I had to break the lock so I can get food. Right. Oh, I need to go get some frozen peas. And he's like, I oh, will do that. it.
1: Because
0: yeah. <laughs> the peas were covering human Harry's face that was in the freezer.
1: Yeah. So That's thank God head. he got home when he did.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he comes up and and... He's like, hmm, I wonder if I have room to put her in there, too. Yeah. (laughs) After dinner, it seems Isabel wants to dance. Although when she goes to give Harry a hug, he's still trying to eat a steak. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, sometimes you just want to eat. Leave me alone. I'm eating. That's how I feel sometimes. Right. So Isabel gets Harry to dance after she was, like, singing to him because he's like, okay, scrub the pans. Enjoy your ride home. Yeah. And she starts singing and, and they get together and it's like, oh, okay. This is weird. Yes. But of course, at this point, we see Darcy outside. She drives up. She has a bottle of wine. Why she didn't notice the other car, I don't know. Right. And apparently, having some kind of romantic moment, she puts on deodorant. Yeah. (laughs) Walks up to the house, and she's going to knock, but she hears the music and sees Isabel in there. And she's like, son of a gun, we were talking about the same person. Yeah. And all leave. that good deodorant. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Harry and Isabel. Things start getting a little grown up. Yeah. He must have Googled kissing. I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah. I had to, because that was not the horse licking ice cream kiss that Darcy got. <laughs>
0: right. That was bad. So they end up having a uh, adult time, which- that was awkward. Yes. Just trying to see him take off a bra.
1: Yeah, using putting it in his teeth to try to chew it off.
0: Yeah, well, I'm guessing it happened.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, at least it did for Harry. I don't know about Isabella, but it did for right. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> the sound he made at the end was just like, really? Was
0: what like, was oh, that? Man. Uh, yeah, please no. But <laughs> we go back. And we see Max, who is walking towards his parents' bedroom, and he hears them discussing sending him to Georgia. And he looks super sad, but I'm thinking, come on, kid, you're old enough to realize you need to fake this somehow. Yes. So he goes, and you see him, like, packing. And he calls to hall. He's like, it's over. They're sending me away. She's like, no, we have a plan.
1: Yes. And she's have.
0: reading some book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> With the name yeah. What was it? Communion?
0: Yeah. And I'm like, what <laughs> kind of books are you reading? <laughs> So the next day things just seem kind of strange all over.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so we have Asta see Jay and her mom. Now I'm guessing Jay hasn't told her mom anything. Right. Because her mom kind of smiles, but Jay just ignores Asta. Yep. And then you have Harry in the diner when Max and Sahal come in and they have a really weird interaction. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like the kids Kids are like, we need to have a truce because we're not having him be sent away. So come on. This isn't good. Figure something out. Which when they start talking after, it's like, fine, fine. Can I kill him? No, that's part of the truce part. Right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> They start talking, and Harry's like, oh, maybe these kids aren't so bad. Right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so Hall asks him about the Nazca lines, and he says, alien graffiti.
0: (laughs) Which is so funny, because we were literally just talking about that in my Girl Scout troop. (laughs) Because one of the girls did a report on Peru. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Timing. And they just kind of start talking, and things seem semi-normal. So it's like, okay, maybe Max won't try to be a jerk all the time, but we'll see. But he does ask why he's able to see him. And Harry doesn't dumb it down. No. And he's like, oh, okay. So who knows? Maybe this will somehow, if they all survive, yeah, <laughs> lead this to Max being some kind of awesome scientist. Sure could. Astrophysicist or something. So we also see Jay come in, sit down at the counter, and her grandpa comes out, and he's like, oh, what do you want? She goes, I only have money for coffee. And he looks at her, and he's like, so calm he's just like oh family doesn't pay and she smiles like okay maybe we can go forward with this right and she's like oh i'll take two hamburgers and one for now one for later and he walks in the back to start cooking it yep and i i'm wondering if this is it's going to take a while for her and asta but maybe she'll be able to start building a relationship it- with grandpa yeah yeah i'm accepting everything and and yeah so Starting
1: hopefully get a feel for her other family
0: <laughs> i really want that to happen because I'm, I'm i don't want jay to be like this sucks everyone here knows and i didn't know
1: yeah absolutely
0: ah, well you know how we feel we want to know how you feel so shoot us an email a text uh on t- a tweet uh I don't know, a voice thing, anything. Let us know what you feel about the show. My brain is fried. So you can send us something at www.fangirlzone.com. And our contacts page has all the ways to send it to us through every possible, possible conveyance with the exception of, like, Messenger Pigeons. So <laughs> yeah, let us know. And while you're at it, if you can rate review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because I know we're all over the place. Just found out we're in a few new platforms. So yay. Yes, absolutely. So hopefully you're listening to, to us on a platform that's not iTunes. Yep. And you can read us there. And if you would be so kind. To let us know where you're finding us, even if it's just a quick, hey, I listened to you on XYZ because I don't even know everywhere. It's like new ones are popping up all the time. So I just kind of want to know and I would appreciate it. So beyond that. Good ratings are used. do help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this show because I think it's a, so comical. Yep. And it's Alan Tudyk. Come on. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> we, have, of course, hope you're interested. see him
1: podcast. as a human in that
0: first, uh, fla- in that flashback. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be so weird playing <laughs> yourself so many different ways. But. Yep. So, with all of this happening for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Actually, this isn't bad.
1: She's warm like a giant ham. Maybe I can sleep after all. And until next time.